Hi, I'm Father Daniel Duplantis, a Catholic priest, martial artist, and host of the Karate Priest Podcast. Have you ever wondered what the Church teaches about different topics? Are you a martial arts enthusiast or just someone who wants to learn more about martial arts? I'd like to invite you to join me and many guests on my podcast as we cover topics of faith, everyday living, and martial arts on the Karate Priest Podcast. Welcome back to the Religious Hippie Podcast, the podcast about being a young Catholic surviving in a secular world. This series of episodes is all about girl talk. Join me and my best friend Chloe as we give our best girl advice and answer your questions. Welcome back, Chloe. Happy to be here. It's been a hot minute, but... It has. It's been a hot microwave potato minute. The last time we talked was in February. Yeah. Um, But today we're going to basically be going over TV shows and movies that we regret watching. Oh, man. I'm sure there's so, so many, good. but we narrowed it down for each other at we least did. like five. We each. tried. Yeah. There's so many though. I, yeah. I have a whole like YouTube series on... <laughs> So many degenerative things that are out there in the world. I've just watched so many things that I'm like, wow, I really shouldn't have really watched that as a teenager. To that. Yeah. yeah, but like as a teen, you know, you're in, you're in different groups, you're in peer pressure and stuff. Totally. But um, why you're don't we do our confessing yeah. and blessing first? Do you want to go first? Yeah. So I guess I'll just start off with the confessing related to the theme of mm. today, which is. I literally watched Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, baby. Um, Wait, what's it about? There's nothing else to say. It's about a a con artist named... I'm going to, like, butcher this. You guys... Some of you guys are going to know the legitimate story, but it's by Jordan Belfort, and he was a con artist, essentially, that that scammed a lot of people in the stock market. Wow. And millions and millions of people. Like, I mean... What was bad about it? He... Oh my gosh, the sexual content was through the roof. Stop. Speaking of that, that just reminded me of how I watched 365 or whatever on Netflix. It's horrible. I think it's called 365. I don't know. But anyways, basically, it's just filled with... He lived this disgusting, filthy, rich drugs hookers prostitutes like sounds he like would playboy bring, mansion it is but like oh. he would bring it into the office it was horrible ew and i wanted to watch it because leonardo, leonardo dicaprio was in it and i just loved every movie he's in i love shutter island titanic mm. all of that um uh oh my gosh i think it's called revolutionary road he was fantastic in that movie so but anyways, that movie was disgusting. There was no... I remember watching it and being disturbed, mm-hmm. especially by the sexual content. There's no... Re, it was like borderline porn. There's no need to have sexual content that explicit in a movie. Right. You know? So like the story... Although the storyline was interesting, I really... Half of whatever was in there didn't need to be in there. Yeah. You know? No, it makes sense. So What's definitely not worth it. My blessing was, oh my gosh, you know what? One of the things that I will never regret watching, which I watched recently, well, probably like six months ago, was called Mass of the Ages. I love Mass of the Ages. Yeah, I think there's like a part one and a part two. I actually might be making a cameo in Mass of the Ages part three. So I'm looking forward to part three then. So, <laughs> But I remember watching part one and part two in the theater. But part two was really hard. I don't remember if I told you that night why. I don't remember. Probably not. But it was it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was hard. It was a hard watch. The second one especially because a family like lost their father, and like he had three that was young part kids. One. Was that part one? That was part one. That was part one. And then part two was really in the meat of it. Yeah. Okay. 
Beautiful. It was so pretty. Beautiful. Just the way that the family was able to really structure their lives around incredible. the church and cling to God. It was incredible. In, so in the light of a horrible loss. Stuff like that that's out there makes up for the trash garbage. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So that's the tea. Um, my confession is that I was somewhat actually sick the last week or two, and I did not give myself enough rest to really <gasps> recover. So Damn. I was just like up and down with the sickness and stuff <laughs> down with the sickness no <laughs> you're done <laughs> you remember that screamo bit anyway i don't but it's okay <laughs> go back to high school um but basically like instead of just giving myself the rest my body clearly needed kept pushing. i just kept pushing through it and being like it's fine it's fine and my body's still trying to recover and i'm trying to give myself the necessary yeah. like rest now mm-hmm. but this probably could have been so much easier had i just given myself a week of rest yeah like not as in like a week of rest and not doing anything right. but like just yeah. but just like not going anywhere yeah. not pushing myself for events mm-hmm. and you know just really trying to uh take you know time for myself and take care of myself yeah yeah so that was not great on my yeah. end my blessing however is that uh it's starting to warm up yeah, a little I know. bit. The day, the days are getting br- like I mean, at four thirty today it was still light out. Yeah, that's I was nice. so excited. Helps your seasonal like, depression. Oh the seasonal depression has been really actually not too bad this year. Yeah, you know, last year I think it was a lot worse because I was in a bad relationship. I was just, just felt bad. stuck in Overall, my. Yeah. I, I was just stuck. Bad. So this year I'm in a good relationship. The ministry's going a lot of places. Um, it's just been really great overall. Yeah, but. Yesterday, I was really able to kind of just get out and explore and be in nature because it was sunny and nice. So nice. The snow's melted. It makes a big difference. It's so different. And people are like, especially the people in the South, they texted me. They're just like, it's 40 degrees. And I'm like, it's better than negative 20, sweetie. Right, right, (laughs) It's like, did you ever think geographically that the temperatures are fluctuating? You know, like that's Mm -hmm. a real, I mean, yeah. And necessarily, like, I don't, I don't like the cold. Mm Mm-hmm. But I also don't mind it as long as it's not like a sharp cold that hits you oh, in the face. Like oh, a dry cold. It. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Where what it's like sharp about. and it yeah. feels like needles going into your face. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's when it's like, like really Alaskan. cold. Yeah. But if it's like, like the temperature we have right now, it's probably like 35, 40 it's degrees. Nice. It's a nice cold. Yes. But I also think because the humidity is nice. Yeah. And so it kind of keeps it a little bit warmer. Yeah. But it's not like knives in your face cold. It's the kind of cold where if you bundled up you were by a fire, it would still be enjoyable. You wouldn't be miserable because exactly. like, you feel like the point of your nose is going to fall off, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. from frostbite. It's like fall cold. Yeah, yeah. Which is nice. Like like deep fall cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. 100%. And I always say that like Chicago goes through like four phases of seasons. Yeah. It's spring uh-huh. and then it's summer, mm-hmm. fall, winter, fall, spring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. Like there's no such thing as like a, a nice tree. Like there's no full winter to spring yeah it's like a it goes winter fall it's hilarious yeah it's true it's true like even april it could feel like october and sometimes it snows in april 100 percent. i hope not in 2017 it snowed like a day before my birthday and then the weekend (laughs) we had like that's crazy yeah well the weekend we had my party and everything it was like 77 degrees that's awesome and we were able to have like a bonfire and everything so anyways anyways but yeah, I so the chicken was really good. I did too. So let's get into the nitty gritty of Ooh. this. So the first one we have, I think, was on yours, was the Vampire Diaries, and this is for oh, both of us. Oh, there it is. Ugh. 
I know we've talked about the Vampire Diaries before. Diaries of Vampire, Because yeah. of the fact that we just like making fun of it and we think it's, it's really funny. funny. But it has a lot of explicit content, a lot of grooming, a lot of just inappropriate things. Yeah, it does. It really does. So what are some specific things about Vampire Diaries for you that specifically hit you the wrong way? Oh, man. Well, I'll be upfront. I would like it was very entertaining in high school. I watched it like I think soft, definitely junior, senior year. It was definitely entertaining. The thing is, though, the thing that hits me the most in retrospect when it comes to the negative aspect is the fact that it sucked up so much time Mm. when I honestly should have been spending time with my family. Like, of course, I knew that the the intimate scenes were inappropriate. And all the witchcraft. the witchcraft. The witchcraft was real. I knew that the witchcraft was bad. Like, I would have never been like, oh, I'm going to recreate this Ooh. spell. You know, or like... I want to be Bonnie who gets Like, raise up. my grandma from the dead or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I'm good, thanks. Yeah. So, it was more so just, I spent so much time in bed just watching it. Yeah. You know, when in reality, I could have been up spending time with my family and I didn't. Yeah. That's all. When it comes to this particular show, though, I wouldn't say that it affected affected me spiritually or mentally in a detrimental way like other shows. Yeah, I think for me, Vampire Diaries, I only I watched it last year because I had to for that school project that where I had to do a character dissection for one of my classes, and mm-hmm. it's so funny because I it's literally the worst cast to character dissect yeah it is and so i was i had to watch basically all the seasons yeah and at the time i was it actually worked out well because i was pet sitting for a family and Mm -hmm. they had netflix and i don't have netflix because of obvious reasons so i was able to watch basically all the seasons of the vampire diaries Mm -hmm. i ended up skipping like four and six because i was like i just want to know what repetitive though it's just i'm done yeah after a while yeah um and i don't think I don't know how it really impacted me. I think I was struggling with getting sick as well because mm-hmm. uh, I got sick after that. And, yeah. Um, I usually get sick twice a year and I break out in hives because of stress because I don't take care of myself, as I mentioned earlier in this podcast. Yeah. So um, basically, it just kind of made me feel very lethargic, mm-hmm. like very lazy, like I didn't want to do yeah. anything. I just wanted to know what happened next. Right. It was stop. very like dark and gloomy and it kind of fed into like this angsty teenager side of me that I'd forgotten about because, totally. you know, like between the ages of 13, probably like 14 and 18, mm-hmm. I went through this phase of like hardcore metal, rock, yeah. my chemical romance, dark makeup, it dark like changes clothes. changes your brain totally. Yeah. Getting sub- like submerged in that world. Because uh, the beats per the <laughs> the hurts, right? The the mm-hmm. energy. We could, I hate calling it energy, but it's literally but it's energy true, it's coming true. off of music it's and real. TV shows can affect your mental health. It affects health. your brain waves. Yeah. Yeah. And it can actually cause a mental health epidemic. Mm-hmm. And um, people don't realize that the music they listen to can affect their mental health. Yeah. And so when I became like 19, I came back into my faith. I really started kind of getting rid of things that impacted my mental health poorly. Yeah. Now, if a uh, like a My Chemical Romance song comes on, do I still <laughs> listen to it? Yes. Yeah. Of course. Of because course. it's nostalgic to me. Yeah. But am I going to put on the whole, you know, bulletproof heart playlist? Laying in your bed, looking at the ceiling. Just being uh, the black eyeliner just streaming streaming down down my face. face. It's not a phase, mom. It is a phase. It is a phase, kids. So. I am a well-rounded Catholic woman now. Yeah. (laughs) 
you'll get through it yeah (laughs) and so that was probably what affected me the most was just yeah it was a time sucker but also it kind of fed into my angst yeah yeah and it's crazy because I think depending on what age you're at and what mental health stage you're at right you know what I mean whatever you're struggling with these different toxic shows they can kind of exacerbate that in Mm -hmm. different ways you kind of just have to be mindful of is this show making me am I feeling more positive and stronger in my faith or lesser Right. You know, and it's like you have to just pay attention and be careful and may and moderation. Here's the problem. These shows are designed to be addictive. Mm-hmm. They make sure to make sure that it just the episode plays after 10 yep. seconds of it sitting there. You know, like it's designed to be. Addictive. And then there's Netflix is like, are you still watching? Yeah, after like 20 episodes. And so like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. So they're designed to be addictive and they affect us in different ways. And I think it's interesting because. I think if I were to watch the show now that I'm deeper in my faith and stuff, it wouldn't have affected me as much. Yeah. But that summer was really hard for it's me. It's a rough time. Yeah. yeah. And so it's going to affect you. So yeah. You're more like a sponge. I feel like during that age of like yeah. 14 to 18, we're like this big Little sponge. Sponges. Yeah. And you just soak up everything yeah. that you are around. And, and you want to you know. be a part of a group and you want to be a part of something and it mm-hmm. makes you feel like you are. Mm-hmm. So obviously you kind of clutch on to that. Yeah. Um, okay, now we'll do one of mine. Yeah, do well, it. Well, that was kind of like both of ours. both of ours, but go ahead. You know, do, uh, the next do, one's do one. Riverdale. Oh, uh, trash. Trash. So the first two seasons I watched, and I absolutely adored them, because it was like mystery. I did too. It was so I watched good. like the first at least, yeah. And then after the second season, the third season started getting in that whole like Dungeons and Dragons stuff. It went and then the witchcraft, Wicca. yeah. And then after that, Cheryl is supposed to be the embodiment of her great-great-grandmother, who's a witch, who... What? Uh, like, Cheryl doesn't even exist? I... It borderlines reincarnation, which actually a lot of people believe in. They really, you know, when people say like, "Oh, I knew you in another life." Like I uh-huh. swear, I'm, I'm like, "No, you didn't." No. No, you didn't. Stop it. None of us, neither of us, were born. Uh huh. Riverdale. Like, no, you're not. Somebody your had way too much wine before writing the Riverdale script. It's very true. It was me. Or a, an edible, I don't know. I don't know, Just, something. It was weird. It was Just, bad. It's weird, but it's true. Like, when you don't have a realistic life plot, you have to keep getting crazier and crazier. That's you what know? they did. Mm-hmm. And it was absolutely it was insane. Control. And I think the season, I think it finally ended last year. Thank God. Yeah. That nightmare ended. But... I didn't watch it after season three because I'm like, this is like, this is human sacrifice. Mm -hmm. This is murder. This is so much deeper and kids should not be exposing themselves to this. Now, a parallel to that is the chilling adventures of Sabrina, which is supposed to happen in the exact same world. Okay. Extremely satanic. What was that from? What what year was that from? About the same year as Riverdale. Really? Yeah. I've never heard of it. So they were supposed to happen in the same world. And actually there's a crossover episode where Sabrina's in Riverdale and there's this whole thing. What? Yeah. So I used to watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch when I was a teenager. That I remember. Right. And it was about this poorly puppeted black cat and a teenage girl yeah. just trying to survive in a world. It was like I Wizards of Waverly that. Place, yeah. remember? Mm-hmm. Um, but this is purely satanic. Ooh, yeah, The first gross. episode, they were just like, oh, ah, ha, ha, this is the introduction. And I I was watching it because, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Ross Lynch was in it, and I was a oh, huge yeah, yeah. Ross Lynch fan. I was probably about 17 at the time. Yeah. And I was really into Ross Lynch. And so I was like, I'm going to watch it because he's in it. Right. His name's Harvey. Ooh. Ooh. No offense to anyone named Harvey out there, but... Right, but, like, pick a different <laughs> one, though. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, so I watched it, and the first episode was like, okay, whatever, this is fine. Yeah. But 
she has like this gay black uncle or something of course, something of course. and guess what his name is steve harvey no um should i give you martin just, luther king no junior <laughs> um it's a catholic it's a catholic saint oh really ambrose really mm-hmm and you can tell that they're poking fun at Catholicism because mm. most of them are named after Catholic people. That's not cool. And so basically in the first episode, she raises somebody from the dead. Oh. And then in the second episode, guess what the second episode's titled? Catholicism? <laughs> no. Oh. The Black Baptism. Oh. So after that, they weren't even trying to hide it. Now, no. I still watched it because at the time I was not in my faith. And right. I was like, I'm used to this stuff already. Right. Whatever. You're desensitized. Um, yeah. But it scarred me, actually, because it was so vulgar. So demonic. And they had, like, this ritual, basically. And if you're really sensitive to this stuff, cover your ears. I'm going to try and be as... Or just, like, like, turn the volume down, Yeah, I'm trying to be as, like... like, What, is this, like, sexually inappropriate? Kind of. Oh, okay. But just in a sense of, like, they have this ritual, and they have to pick, like, a mate, basically. Oh, disgusting. And then the mate has to hunt her down in the woods. Oh, that's so gross. Ew, ew, ew. I'm trying not to get into detail because I don't want you guys to. It's but okay, just don't. It's just disgusting. Yeah. And after that, I was like, this is actually like borderline grooming and rape 100%. and stuff. And I'm Ew. not okay with that. Ew. Ew. Yeah. So, no. Yeah, yeah. Would not recommend. Cancel. Okay. Cancel. I know we already went over this one for you, but Wolf of Wall Street. Anything else you wanted to add from that one? No, just don't. Please don't watch it. It's just degenerate trash. A lot of stuff, though. A lot of movies um, glorify money, sex, drugs, just like it. So it's really dime a dozen, but definitely it's more of a recent movie that's critically acclaimed. I wouldn't bother. I see it, like, all over the place. And it's just so... It's everywhere. You know, and I've always thought, like, eh, maybe I'll get around to watching it, but I think I'm good. Don't get around. I'm good. Yeah. Go back around, in yeah. fact, and lay yeah. you down Turn and around. go to bed. Turn around. Turn and around. Every now and then. I, I definitely can't. don't watch Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Okay, we'll go to your next one then. Your next one's Hereditary. Dude. Dude. I just recently watched this one and it's kind of. Stop, really? Yeah. Amber. <laughs> that pisses me off. I know it scarred me for life a little bit. Okay. <sighs> Why? Why now? It came out like two years ago. Oh. <sighs> well anyways i'm frustrated that she watched that but so i watched that um i think november it was no i think around november of 2020 okay it was it was fall of 2020 Ew. and i decided to watch it i'm i'm actually staunchly against horror movies i think that it's it's demonic um it opens up portals that are gross and evil mm-hmm. because it's evil by nature right you know for the most part i've never heard of a horror movie that doesn't involve horrific gore and, and just terrifying things yeah but this one i don't remember why but i decided to watch it because i remember hearing how like critically acclaimed it was and it wasn't like never a, watch a movie that's critically acclaimed it was not like a typical horror movie though you right know? it wasn't it was like jump scares jump scares yeah it was more of a thriller category. And I remember, like, I was, like, intrigued by that. And I'm not a huge movie watcher either. Like, right. I don't really watch movies or TV shows. Um, but I remember watching it. And it's horrible. The gist is a, the, a little girl. There's a family. a par- Two parents, mm-hmm. a teenage son, and a girl who's, like, 11. Yeah. And she dies horrifically. 
she gets decap so like one of the first scenes of the first 10 minutes is she gets decapitated because she's taking her head out of a window while mm-hmm. her brother is driving and she hits a pole yeah it's horrible it's blunt it's realistic it's like you're watching it happen right and that's the most horrific part and it's that's realistic evil yeah so that's just plain up evil it's not like oh like a scary guy in a mask is like, like in the trunk and like LOL. like you know what i mean it's like no like this is just something that could technically happen it's a freak accident horrible yeah. Right? So you see the way that this deteriorates, the father, mother, and the son. And over the movie, over the span of the movie, you see this horrific evil destroy the family from mm-hmm. within mentally. And then it eventually manifests itself physically. Right. And the mom. It's horrible. The mom loses it. Yeah. And they all end up dying. I forgot. How, I literally. They all decapitate they themselves. All, it's, I forgot. I blocked it out. It's That's horrific. A good idea. It's horrific. And it was what the most the most sickening part was that this was everything that the devil is actually capable of doing mm-hmm. is causing so much harm spiritually and demonically that it truly will cause people to do horrific things like murder, suicide, things like that. Right. It's true. It's a and that's the ho- most horrific part about this story is that it's true evil in a movie. Right. You're witnessing it. It's all about generational demons, yes. basically. And this Playing one specific generational demon yes. is what happens when the family does not turn towards Christ. Right. And this actually does and could happen. It was horrible. Um, there, it's horrible. I will say, though, there was this one scene. Oh, no. <laughs> there was this one scene where the mom literally looks... Like, she's levitating. She's yeah. in the corner of the room. You of know, course. She's yeah, on yeah. the wall like Spider-Man. Don't worry, I blocked that out. Yeah. yeah. But, like... She basically swims out of the room, and I find that so funny. You know, <laughs> she's just doing like the long stroke out of the room, I don't and know. I'm like, lol. She, it was. Ju- it's just a movie that's. It's, it's bad. It's bad though. You know, I just found that funny. It was so sickening because you're witnessing witnessing like a suffering. Yeah. That you would witness in almost like a documentary of if a if a like a priest were to go and um, witness a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Exorcism? No, like, what's it called? Possession. Oh, yeah. Like, if this family was possessed. It's it's really terrifying, and I would, I truly don't think I would ever, I would never, like, suggest a friend or ever allow my children, if I had kids, like, to allow my children or any family member. Agreed. Even my siblings. Yeah. Just throw the TV out the window. That one's a really, I have, it's really demonic it is it's not like it's emulating like oh here's how the um possession of emily rose went right because that's actually a catholic story based off annalise michael exactly this is its own thing yeah and it was really sick and it's interesting because i was raised on horror not raised but uh, like in my teenagehood Mm -hmm. teenagehood (laughs) in the hood teenage Um, years yes i was i like watched horror movies like children of the corn like the old stephen king movies like Mm -hmm. misery and things and one of my favorite movies was uh not scary movie uh not scream they're basically the same thing um it was that one freddy 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 five nights of freddy's no No. uh uh-uh it was the one with the guy in the mask who's like his sister and he has the knife and he's got the mask but he never dies and they just came up his name's michael meyer yeah yeah i know exactly i don't know the name was that friday the 13th everyone's gonna know what you're saying halloween okay well you guys know what i'm talking about it's not like i don't know because i know nightmare on elm street is freddy whatever it doesn't matter it doesn't matter but that was my favorite movie because i just thought the suspense was really cool yeah i love suspenseful mysteries but horror in itself especially like if it's not a psychological horror like 
what's the point? Like, it's just scary and gory and Dude, stupid. like, hereditary and satanic. Psychological. Yeah, but I, I, it didn't, like, psychological. Not as psychological as it could be, though. Yeah, yeah because I feel yeah. like it was more gory and gross. It was both. Yeah, was but gross. I didn't really get the psychological part of it. Mm. Um, I had to look it up. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Um, okay, next one for me is Family Guy. I know. That. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've all seen clips of Family Guy. We all have. Yeah. But I just think it's really vulgar, and they so play vulgar. into, they, they really make fun a lot of Christianity. Yeah. And I don't really have to go into detail here, because you guys already know what Family Guy is, I'm sure. It's as vulgar as it gets, really. Yeah, and it's a cartoon, and I used to find it hilarious as a kid, yeah. but... Now that I'm older and I kind of understand more mm-hmm. of the, uh, I guess, gravity of these situations. Mm-hmm. I mean, they make fun of 9-11. They make fun of yeah. a lot of stuff. It's gross. It's just so vulgar. and They get sued, like, all the time. <laughs> and I'm just like, y'all, that yeah. should mean something to you. Yeah, it's, it's just no Ugh, good. No, no good. Not a good recommendation. Agreed. Zero out of ten. Uh, your next one's ghost hunter shows and stuff. Yeah. So like in high school, this could be any YouTube documentary, anything involving, involving ghost hunters or my haunting stories. So this could be people where they say, this is, this is my haunting experience. And they have like a ghost or a demonic Mm -hmm. entity. So my junior year of high school, I got addicted to essentially watching YouTube videos involving so like exact so, so for example, these kids would use a Ouija board and here's what their experiences were right. after that. Um, that sucked up a lot of time. Now this was when I was this was prior to my reversion. So I knew that I I knew believed in God. Mm-hmm. I loved him. I was not following the Catholic faith though, and I knew that this stuff was evil, but I was that intrinsic um, curiosity was taking over right what what like it was soaking up my time and my energy when in reality it should have been towards mass curiosity developing my faith yeah like it was it was a a time waster and i it began like my interest in the demonic trumped my interest in god right that's that's my point and it, it lasted for several years i was more interested in learning about the evil side not following it but learning about it right i also I mean, I watched My Ghost Story and uh, Ghost Adventures with Zach Bagan and Ghost Files or something or something. I don't know. I watched all of that stuff probably up until the second year of my reversion when I started feeling more conviction about it because once I started realizing, you know, when I first reverted and stuff, I didn't completely understand. Yeah. So I continued watching those shows with my dad, Dead Files and all these things. But then... Once I started getting more into like the spiritual side of the faith and not just the surface level of relationship mm-hmm. with God, yeah. I realized how detrimental this is yeah. and how demonic it can be yeah. because our TVs can really be a portal yeah, to the true. demonic. It's true. Right. So, so we have to be careful about that effect. Yeah. Yeah. So I totally get that. You've got James Bond here with Sean Connery. Oh my gosh. List, so let's, let's touch on that. I cannot stand the Sean Connery James Bonds. <laughs> I've, I've never seen it. It's so. so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. He he hits women. Gross. There's so many like semi-nude scenes, mm. up close shots of women's bodies. Yeah. It's just sexualized just yeah. and misogynistic. Mm-hmm. And the way that he just treats women, like he shakes them and he hits them. Oh. I just, it, yeah. it really kind of scarred me. Yeah. You know, because I was in an abusive relationship. Mm. Uh, two of them actually physically, and then um, one mentally abusive relationship when I was a lot younger. And 
the physical abusive relationships one was when i was like 16 the other one was uh was that like for three months last two years ago now year and a half year and a half ago i don't know um for three months yeah and that guy moved away which was great but it really kind of just triggered me and i just was not okay with it and even if like you didn't pass experiences like that it that stuff just shouldn't be in movies right it's gross. And I know that it was an older movie because those were some of the first James Bonds to ever come out. So they were more set in like the 1960s, yeah. 70s. I will say like if they're portraying abuse in a yeah. negative light, meaning like... In a positive light. They're, ins- they're insinuating that's wrong, that's different. Right. But not glorified like Like he's was. the hero. He mm-hmm. hit the woman and then he roofied her, put her in his Jeep, and then shook her awake and then kissed her without her consent. Sounds like an adventure to me. Wow. Just kidding. 10 out of 10. Yeah, no. I did not. <laughs> Hello. Oh, I, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> that darn ringer. It's all good, though. It's all good. It yeah. happens. Okay. Your so, last one? Euphoria. Ooh. I'm sure a lot of you have heard about this. I've never seen it, but I know Zendaya's Thank God. It. Yeah. So Euphoria's tr- Euphoria is the epitome of what is wrong, what has gone wrong with our generation. Facts. Uh, I watched it the summer of 2020. It glorifies, and I actually, again, I used, I used to not think this. So for the, so essentially it's about a young girl, Rue, who is addicted to drugs. Okay. And, but she struggles a lot with mental health and just dealing with high school and Mm -hmm. the loss of, I think her father. Okay. I think her father, um, and her friends. So she falls in love with this girl named Rue, who's a transgender. Oh. Um, you know, her friends deal with their own issues. Like, one of her friends deals with a really overly sexual, abusive relationship with, like, the top football player. Oh, That girl's best friend is struggling with trying to find a good guy that she loves. She gets pregnant, gets an abortion. It's truly... And then this other girl is insecure, so she turns to men online and, like, sells oh. her body. It's, That's heartbreaking. It's truly the but epitome of what's wrong. And it's a lot of it is centered around our phones, social media. <sighs> yeah. Um, how that affects us. And I was so wrapped up in it. I remember, of course, at the time, I think this was when the shutdown hit, I wasn't working. But, and I let myself, I remember I watched like the first season before there was a second one in like the span of like two days. Yeah. Which is crazy because the episodes weren't short. We like they were like 45 minutes long. And I just remember thinking, this is bad, but this is really intriguing. And it was just entertaining to watch. But at the end of the day, this is actually an epidemic. Mm-hmm. The uh, promiscuity with young kids and the, I don't know, young, and adults our age. And where it leads you, which is nowhere, which is right. pain and suffering and pregnancies and then abortion, um, drug abuse, drug addiction due to familial problems, no dad, no mom abuse, whatever. It's unfortunate. You know, transgenderism. People are so confused and they're taught that they can be whatever they want to be. It's insane. It's And yet this show is glorified. Right. So. 
people want to be these kids with these victim mentalities. They do. It, it does glorify. Even though, like, I will say, like, in the show, it does show the negativity of drug use. It shows, like, the arguments, the horrible evil it brings. Like, not... But the issues is that also because of the fact that these characters are played by big-name stars and right. crazy kids want to look up to these stars they do and they want to be like this right they do like the truth is is even if you show the quote-unquote negative side of these things they still show the temporary high right and not even involving drugs it shows the temporary high of what the character portrays as the invigorating feeling they have after a hookup right because they feel more confident temporarily or what have you. So they and it's sh- accurate. Mm-hmm. They show the background of their childhood, which is cool, which gives you hints as to what led up to their choices. Right. But at the end of the day, no child, no teenager should be watching a show like that, period. Not even an, an adult, Not even to a be young honest. adult. It was like, just, it was not productive. It didn't bring me closer to my faith. It, it added just confusion because it's just sad. It's, yeah. It, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a time sucker. Yeah. And that's what most TV is meant to be. It's supposed to sedate us because yes. it's mm-hmm. supposed to distract keep, us. Yeah, distract yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Um, so my last one was uh, an older one. I haven't watched it since I was probably about 15. But that is dun, 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 The Secret Life of an American Teenager. Oh, oldie but a goodie. Oh, man. <laughs> there is so much chaos packed into this show. So the premise is this one girl, don't remember her name, meets, meets this one guy at band camp. I know, I forgot her name. Stupid band camp. Amy? Amy, that's what Amy. it is. Amy. Girl. Anyway, she meets this guy at band camp called Ricky. They have sex. She gets prego. Yeah. She has Ricky baby. And then she meets <laughs> this other guy, but then he decides. He's like a nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. A nice guy. Nice. So he marries Amy to mm-hmm. take care of the baby. Well, Amy has an affair with Ricky, and then Ricky's girlfriend gets pregnant with Amy's now husband to get back at Amy for getting back with Ricky. And then there's something with her best friends. They go to an abortion clinic, but they don't actually go through with it. And then this other girl ends up having a baby. Ba- the point is, <laughs> these kids are 14 and 15. Dude, and we all know, though, and in these shows, they hire actors 18, 19, 20. Yeah, but the other thing is, is that I don't necessarily believe that when they start in these shows, Mm -hmm. they were of age. I truly Uh believe that the main character, the girl, at least had to have been... She might have been 17. 17. Yeah, 100%. She was still a minor. Right. And it's unfortunate because we still see certain characters in these shows, you know, who are minors doing vulgar things yeah i mean we see little like cuties remember the movie cuties that came out back in like 2017 who's in it it's about little girls who twerk and yes i do remember it yes and i remember i think i got shut down very quickly well that's what got uh netflix canceled that's right 20 i remember that i remember that it was disgusting yeah and so um it was like that it's like these little they're like oh well you know they're just acting i'm like these little characters had to go up and twerk in front of a camera crew disgusting. and in front of all these people. Yeah. It's it's child pedophilia. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. Um and anyways, so I don't believe that all of these characters were of age mm-hmm. when or you know, legal age when they 
were in these. And they never yeah. showed anything explicit. Yeah. But they definitely implied it. It was gross, even from the little clips. Right. But this right. is Secret Life of an American Teenager. Yeah. This is teaching kids, oh, it's okay to keep secrets from your parents. Just the title alone. Yeah. Yeah. And in a way, I'm like, well, maybe it'll scare teenagers out of having totally sex. Totally did not. But did it? Because no. we have like a teenage pregnancy epidemic right now. It's And then it's it used to be that, but now it's it's an abortion epidemic. Oh, alone. that's right. It's just, you know. That's even worse. It's, it's, it's truly an abortion epidemic. Because you know what those shows teach you is that pregnancy is the worst thing that could ever happen to you. Which is so sad. It teaches children and young women to be scared and right. ashamed. If pregnancy happens, no matter what the circumstances, you I wish that they were encouraged to embrace it. Me too. And, you know what I mean? As a blessing. Um, even if it's not in ideal circumstances. Which is why they need people like us to tell them that you'll be fine. Right. Versus those shows, though. I mean, innately, they're like, we'll keep it a secret. Exactly. You know. Like, what the heck, bro? Absolutely. So now we're going to read what you guys said you guys regret watching. Everything that was ever on MTV. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true, though. I didn't think about that. Do you know what this one is? I can't. I don't know what that is. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm going to butcher the name. Borgias or Borgia? Stop. Okay, so I actually watched this show. It's B-O-R-G-I-A-S. I actually did watch this show. And I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's about a royal family. And it's oh. about a princess. and a, It's a whole dynamic. I think it's set in England. Um, the storyline itself is actually very beautiful and can be followed well it just this i remember the sexual scenes were so explicit yeah there's a lot of messed up stuff um and it was so dramatic that it's just ridiculous Come so on, i man. think that that's what i'm talking about forgive me uh <laughs> and dextera if i'm i but i'm pretty sure that it was i think it was she the main character had long beautiful brown hair and she fell in love with this blonde guy, and it was very dramatic. But I remember the relationships were really Ooh. icky. Oh, wait, so, I think I kind of know what you're think talking I, about. Do you know what I'm I think about? so. I've never seen it, but I think I Let know. Me, I'm going to look it up right now. Okay. We're going to Google, baby. I literally feel like I've watched this. Yep. Okay. It's exactly... Let me see. Wait, no. I'm wrong. No. I'm oh, wrong. I'm what totally is that? wrong. Is that a bishop or a it cardinal? It looks like he's dressed like one. I'm Ew. sorry. I was incorrect. I've never seen this show. Well. Well. The more you know. The more you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have Euphoria. Hey, we just talked about that. Prometheus. <gasps> this person said Outlander. What's, oh. I you think know what? It's a lot of vulgar I have some stuff. words about Outlander. I think it's beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. The cinematography, roles, cinematography. The cinematography <laughs> is amazing. Um, the acting is incredible. However, it there is vulgar. There's vulgarity by nature. So much though. A lot. Just like there actually was a lot of vulgarity back then. The thing though yeah. is that a lot of, it is rooted in magic. Oh, so like time what? travel involved. Oh, who knew? There are sex scenes. I will say. As stupid as this sounds, they were actually done tastefully, in my opinion. Hmm. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Do I think that those kinds of sex scenes should be in shows? No. No. There's no need, but they were done tastefully, in my opinion. Got it. Compared to what's out there. Yeah. I think it's a good show. It got weird towards the end, but I think 
it's a good show. It's thoughtfully put together Fair compared enough. to others. Yeah. I don't think I've ever Fair seen enough. it. So it's not your thing. It would no, be thing. Yeah, no, yeah, probably not. I think my dad watched it though. Okay. Uh, Riverdale. We'd been new. Vampire Diaries. Look at that. Vampire Diaries. We got Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, The Nun, and Evil. Which oh is yeah, a TV The Nun's show. horrible. Game of Thrones. Dude, Game of Thrones. I know for a fact is so overtly sexual and perverted. It's yeah. just in the violence. It's pretty violent. Un, it's unmatched. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Gross. Uh, HBO Gossip Girl remake. Never watched. Never. I can't. Yeah, I don't have a thing. The Last of Us. Don't. I've never seen that either. Uh, 1971, A Clock Tower Orange. Mm. Never seen that. Like the emoji though. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Mad Men? Nope. Never seen it. Oh, Supernatural. I know that one. Do you? That one's pretty satanic. I mean, that's yeah. kind of in the title. So Yeah, it's God about bless. two brothers who hunt demons, but like one of them goes to hell and comes back and has the mark of Cain. I've and, seen like, yeah, you know, commercials it's for it. pretty messed up. How American Horror you? Story. Oh, you know what? I remember watching a few episodes of American Horror Story. It's really messed up. It was explicit. It's disgusting. It's really gross. Um, if Lady Gaga's in it, you know what's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger Things season four specifically. Yeah. I never got into it. I thought it was so stupid. I really liked it season one, season two, and season three. But yeah. season four, I didn't watch because okay. I'm like, this is stupid. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> How I Met Your Mother. I don't. Never watched it. I'm not really. I think it's kind of like Friends. I think it's just kind of vulgar and explicit yeah. in some areas. I don't know. I haven't really watched any of it. Yeah. Um, Series of Unfortunate Events was just way too depressing. That could be it. I mean, I yeah. I don't think I ever regretted watching it. Never seen it. But it definitely I I watched it as a kid, uh-huh. and it was definitely sad. But I don't think it impacted me that much. Like but alter you. I get it. I get it. It is very sad. Oh, Shameless. That's funny oh. that that's brought in. I watched that on and off in high school, and it's it's pretty vulgar. It really. It glor- it, it's a family in Chicago. Oh. And this older sister of like I think one two three four like i think five siblings one's like a baby he has oh. to take over because the mother's an alcoholic drug addict that's crazy the dad's an absolutely full-blown alcoholic and isn't active so she takes over the family but it's really dysfunctional a lot Ooh. of drugs sex messed up situations involved it kind of glorifies like ratchet behavior that's crazy it's a lot it's not something kids should not yeah. be watching period i watched yeah. revenge for a while and it was really good mm-hmm. but then it got repetitive and I was yeah, like, I'm done. Yeah. But Revenge doesn't really have any of that in it, which was nice. Yeah. Um, uh, Jane the Virgin, I watched and it was awful. It's just bad. It's just a bad show. It's, it's not so even bad. entertaining. No. Yeah. Um, Joker, I never really. It depends I on saw, which one. It depends on which one, right? I mean, I saw the one with Joaquin Phoenix. Is that his name? Hugh Ledger? No, it's Joaquin Phoenix. Are you going to Google he it? He played the most recent one. Hold on. Is there a new Please one? Please hold. Is there a new one? This was from 2020 or 2021. Ugh. Why can't they stop while they're ahead? <laughs> it didn't <laughs> even pull up an actor. Wow. Walker Phoenix. Walker, Paul Walker. Yeah, Rest right. in peace. Yeah, Tim. Joaquin Phoenix. So I watched the Ew. one with Joaquin Phoenix. Very Not depressing. To... Very sad. Good acting, but it was really messed up. Oh. So I hate when people... I don't like when people glorify like, the Avengers. Yeah. Oh. Why not? It's it's so old at this point. Also, y'all who are like cosplaying as Avengers, I'm sorry, but please that's very stop. childish. A cosplaying in anything. Yes. We're... Please. We're adults. Unless, unless you're like 15 or 16 and under, please. Like... 
Even if you're 15, you're not a dog. Okay, but here's the thing you're I also realized is that people make a lot of money off of cosplay. People like a, make a lot of money off of being prostitutes also. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the tea. I, I'm not saying they're equivalent. I'm just saying. You know, we all dress um, up to do a job. Mobsters Which dress, what job are you dressing for? It's, We're just it's, vibing. It's 1030. It's been you know, a long day. It's a week it's night. It's a Tuesday baby. night. What are we doing? We're sitting on the floor with a jacuterie board. Oh, that rhymed. Oh, we should write a song. We're on the floor. Okay, and so that's a on that note, board. she started singing about a cheese board. Oh. So we're going to actually end this now for your sake. God bless you all. Bye, guys. Bye. We love you. We love you. Bye. <laughs>